We are a group of friends bound by our appreciation for liberty and good podcasting. Free-minded thinkers from all walks of life, our values come together with one accord to discuss the common culture and news of the day, along with whatever random crap is going on in our lives. Welcome to the Union of the Unknowns. Welcome to another edition of the Union of the Unknowns, where we have our whole group, of course, that came together through Discord, and we are going to be touching on the satanic culture today, as well as libertarianism in regards to how it relates to Christianity and religions. So this is going to be pretty awesome. Um, So I just want to go ahead and give everyone an opportunity again to introduce themselves. So why don't we go ahead and start with Ashley, and then we'll go across the board and give Tunes a second to uh, figure out what he wants to say. (laughs) Hey, it's Ashley, uh, also Think, Change, Repeat. And um, I think we said last time, but we came together through our Discord, through the best podcast, The Propaganda Report. So shout out to Monica Perez and Brad Binkley. I really appreciate both of them for the work that they did for us and um, for bringing us together. You people are some of my favorite people, so I'm grateful. Oh, I call it your propaganda report uh, mug. <laughs> um, isn't Ken? And he uh, is the creator of part of, part of today's uh, topic. Just uh, isn't can't uh, I just white-pilled central and you, you ain't ever gonna bring me down love it <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say other than that you... tunes hey i'm uh tunes from the free state of new hampshire uh, i'm a husband uh soon to be father uh, i've been lately really thinking about the word libertarian and uh I've been thinking about, you know, where that fits in my life and uh, how flawed of an idea it is. Um, I got a whole bunch of chickens around me too, so sorry about any roosters, but uh, I'm a construction worker. I'm a blue collar guy. Uh, I swear like a sailor, so sorry for any sensitive ears and uh, look forward to talking to you all. Sure, it won't be worse than the the amount of F words I said in the last one, so don't worry about it. Good, good. I'm in good good company. (laughs) Actually. <laughs> Go ahead, Terry. Uh, yeah, yes, I was the worst culprit with the F words last time. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm Terry, aka Terence, uh, living in the Spanish Canary Islands with this brand new volcano that's arrived behind me. So, and that literally is behind me. <laughs> oh, cool. The token Brit. The token Brit. Okay. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you add the wisdom uh to the group while some of us just add savageness and some pretty and good thought it's just it's the accent that's fooling you and that's all it is <laughs> very exotic and then our, our and then our normie keel thor <laughs> yeah no. keel or keel thor i'm not a normie i promise <laughs> don't be afraid uh, just a libertarian guy who likes conspiracy theories and 
was a, was a part uh, as a part of the same proper port Discord that everybody else is. Yep. So awesome! Yay! So excited! So uh, Justin, or is it? Well, it's both on there, but Ism can't. So uh, tell us a little bit about like what you want to talk about in regards to the satanic culture. Like, what were your thoughts? Well, can can I jump off topic real quick first? And yep. do whatever you want. Has anyone? Has there been the Georgia Guidestones? Has there been any investigation into that or anything? With the, the bombing up, blowing them up. I haven't heard anything new, but I haven't been looking. So. It just, it just, it's just one of those things that seems like, like if it had it happened anywhere else, it would like, oh, this is clearly domestic terrorism. We have to unleash the entire DOJ and millions upon millions of dollars to find out what this is. But no one's heard ever. Um, nothing's happened since, so I don't know. Did the bank blow it up? Maybe it was actually perpetrated by the deep state. So, so, you know, to sort of remove the evidence. But the only thing I heard about it was that the time capsule that was supposed to be below, uh, nobody's heard anything about that. So either it wasn't found or it was found and they're keeping the content secret. Well, they, the story is they dug it up and there was nothing down there. They, they reported that the, the Georgia red clay that's, you know, layers deep was not disturbed. So it well, seemed... Seems like nothing was ever put there. Well, wasn't there a camera that was on the guidestone before it was blown up? Was, yeah. was the excavation of the, of the site on video, was that live streamed as well? Probably. I, I didn't watch it personally. We might have to dig into this a little bit and revisit it at a later date. Good question. Yeah, we should do a follow-up on but, the next yeah. episode. The fact that they blew it up um, afterwards has some, some of the hallmarks of some of these other dodgy events, doesn't it? Like, you know, 9-11 and that school shooting that we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, and, and, and other shootings that we're not allowed to talk about. Um, they all seem to destroy the evidence straight after and, you know, take it away. I don't know if they've been taken away. But... Agree. I follow it. It's a bit fishy. Fishy, exactly. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty good start off to just the satanic culture in general. Um, and uh, let me go ahead and start with the, wh what my definition of Satanism is, which is just a, a lack of God in general, not necessarily any specific religion or no religion, just that there is nothing else beyond us. Uh, because once you start looking at the world at life as this is the only thing that matters that's when you're gonna have people start quoting the greater good as a means to really do, i mean everything between genocide to the thievery uh you aren't that really covers everything in between and uh, you just look at the georgia guidestones number one on there i believe is the main maintain humanity under 500 million people which is we're at what seven eight billion at this point so that would require i mean that would put hitler stalin and mao combined to shame but it goes also against the word of god that says be fruitful and multiply absolutely yeah and it's, so that's i do consider myself to be a christian 
Uh, caveat, I have never read the Bible. Uh, I don't go to church regularly, uh, or really at all, to be honest. Uh, not that I have anything against church, but it's... I, I, I don't like going out and being around other people. Uh, even at my mom's funeral service, it felt kind of culty to me. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but really, just I, I feel that the satanic culture has really led us to where we are now uh, as far as everything. Uh, we're, we're literally mutilating sexual organs of children and at the same time, like, it's just, it's just insanity to where we are now. Um, I, I never considered that tie-in where you just went with it. Um, that's an interesting point that uh, if, if people do not believe in a creator or an afterlife or, you know, just it, it, the, the selfishness that comes with that is, is how lockdowns came about, masks came about. You know, why, why are we, for two years, you know, the, kid, the children are, are what we're supposed to be looking out for. And, and we're going to shut down schools. We're going to convince them that the air is poison. Be scared of the air. Be scared of your neighbor. Be scared of people. Be scared of going outside. And, and the, that's an interesting time that, like, if you, if you don't believe there is an ultimate power, if you don't believe that there's anything other than, um, uh, I, I said to somebody recently that if, if your goal in life is, um, you know, PP cummies and, and likes on Facebook, then of course you have to shut down the country because I have to make my meat suit last as long as I can because I got to get as many likes on Facebook and as many PP cummies before I die. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize that that was your uh, angle on Satan, this, the Satanism question, but that, that uh, definitely gives me something to think about. Yeah, I, uh, um, I, I, I want to say something, actually. I, 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 I think I would have in the past considered myself an atheist, but I don't think of myself like that anymore. But uh, I, I want to draw a distinction between atheism and Satanism, because there's a difference between not believing there's a God and, you know, kind of worshipping evil entities, which is what I think a lot of these elites might be up to and, you know, sort of channeling uh, evil in that way. So, you know, some of the things the things we're talking about, you know, the, the, the bad stuff they're doing with children and the bad stuff they inflicted on us with lockdowns, you would say that's more, it's not like they're being neutral about it. They're actually being positively evil. And, you know, you hear these stories about how they're doing these worshiping Baal ceremonies and, you know, maybe even child sacrifices and who knows what they get up to. But it looks like when you look at things like the spirit cooking with them and Marina Abramovich and all the strange things they get up to it really looks like they are actually satanic in the real sense of the word in that they're worshipping some sort of evil entity that they're trying to bring into the world uh, I would say that evil entity is, is themselves right they're, they're worshipping um, whatever whatever gets them their the most neat suit human pleasure at this this moment so so yeah, like you said, atheists don't don't believe in anything. Um, uh, the, the they believe in uh, worshiping them, themselves, which is the the Satanist uh, 
tie in, I guess. If I could chime in yeah. on that. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I believe that they actually, um, I do think that what they are serving or what they are attempting to serve is themselves, but I actually believe it is actual Satan. It is actual evil that they are worshiping to gain whatever they can on this earthly plane. And um, shout out to Cyprian. He does talk about serving the prince of this world, which I really literally believe is Satan. And I think that these people will do anything that they can to serve their goal, which is themselves, which is dominating other people and you know, gaining from others to enrich themselves. And they don't seem to have a problem with any type of evil that they need to do in order to make that happen. Yeah, I, I think we're all, I think we're talking about, um, there's two aspects to Satanism, as I understand it. Um, there's what Justin was talking about, the atheistic uh, Satanism. And then there's what Ashley's saying is the actual worship of Satan, as in the the antithesis of of God, you know, yeah. where you where you have, you know, the classic visual of the dark robes and the, the cult worship and the shrines and all that kind of stuff. What I think most people do, though, is not the worship of Satan itself, but the atheist, atheistic aspect of it and i think that's what uh anthony anthony levey created in the 60s was that type of atheistic stuff he he wrote the satanic bible which i know i've read at least once i back in college or something and what i was expecting was hail satan let's you know kill babies and stuff but what it ended up being was more like you know trust in yourself and don't follow other other people and you know it's it was it was an individualistic thing it was very rational well, so it's I, I again i've never looked into really satanism beyond what i've you know just randomly seen on the internet like the actual satanic religion um but honestly from what i i have seen uh people talk about is that the, they're quote-unquote religion i guess it is a religion but um honestly the pillars that i've seen that people talk about of that are not nearly as bad as what i would call a satanic culture just because like you were saying it's more individualistic as to where it's like you'll never hear a satan i i've never heard a satanist mention the greater good and whenever someone mentions those words, the greater good, that is literally the reasoning that every worst crime against humanity has been plagued against. Whether it's Mao, Stalin, Hitler, it's all for the greater good. So whenever, my, my one uh, piece of advice, whenever you hear someone say it's for the greater good, recognize this person is pure evil whether they realize it or not and that nothing but tragedy is about to befall whatever the rest of their sentence is but mm -hmm. there's that something there's that thing that humans have i mean 
regardless of whether or not you believe in God, whether or not you're religious or, or spiritual, whatever the hippy dippy thing is now, is that the, the want to worship something, to believe in something, it is hardwired in us through thousands and thousands of years of evolution. And whether you are going to take that and put it into God, Jesus Christ, Satan, uh, what's the owl god, Moloch, Moloch or something? Moloch. Yeah, yeah like that is yeah. always going, that, that hardwired is always going to be in us. So that's really, I think that that's how we've gotten to where we are. Um, just look at the, the climate cultists at this point. Um, and I'm like, is it not crazy to everyone that we're worried about a two degree temperature and the weather a hundred years from now, and not that the entire ocean is filled with microplastic? Like I, I, I saw, I read an article, granted it's on the, you know, it's an article from a news, so who knows, but they, it's supposedly each of us have eaten a credit card's worth of plastic just by existing, yeah. eating and drinking, um, because that's just how, how polluted our seasons become. And that's, uh, water is literally life. Mm. The climate change thing is a, is a hope. But uh, can I hop in and-, and Cold uh, seasons. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss off every libertarian ever. And, Go ahead, Tunes, uh, get it. A lot, lot, lot of love to kill, sorry. Nothing but respect for you, buddy. Um, you said, uh, uh, he's nothing but rational and he's pushing individualism. And I, I think maybe that that is what Satanism is, right? Because uh, I don't know, the saying is no man is an island, right? We're all a community. And I, I think uh, when you go down this path of, of worshiping the self, you do very selfish things. I mean, it's just a given. Uh, there's another person in the Discord uh, that likes to poke me and, and say that I, I want my wife to be a slave to me. And uh, because I, I want my wife to, to raise my children, you know, I want my wife to be happy and, you know, raise my children while I'm, I'm going out and protecting, you know, providing for our family. And, and that, that is a, that is a, a enslavement that I've chosen, right? They, but I'm not living as an individual. I'm not living in the, in the Satan, Satanist paradigm where, where, where do as thou wilt. Like, no, I will not do as thou wilt. I will provide for my family. I will wake up at five in the morning on a Sunday to hang gutters and sweat my, sweat my balls off all day. Uh, so, so we have rainwater when, when the world goes to shit, you know, that, that is a slavery. Like being in a family is a slave, is, is a, is a, a, I've, I've signed up for that contract to be a slave. And, and I think that's beautiful. I think that's why we are here. Like the reason why we are here is because, uh, our ancestors go back as far as you want, you know, whether it's, you know, 6,000 years ago, if you're, a, 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 you know, one of those guys or, or whatever, you know, if, if, if we came from monkeys, well, a long time ago, monkeys decided that uh, I'm going to be a slave to my family and, and I'm going to put meat on the table while my wife hangs a kid from her boob and their, you know, their children, their children, their children. And that's why we're here. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see individualism as a, a moral good. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think it's at its root, it's self right? I think um, if I could chime in, I think it's a layered issue, right? So I think that liberty, having the choice 
is important. And I also, um, I kind of think of what you're talking about tunes as an obligation as opposed to slavery, because slavery has, at least with me, the connotation of involuntary. And I think what you're doing is voluntary, voluntary, but it's hard. You know, it's not always easy to be totally committed to your family to do to wake up at 5 a.m. or 3 a.m. and whatever you do to provide for your family. Um, but it's not about being easy. It's about the commitment. It's about you being committed to your wife and to your child and wanting to provide from that for them. But I definitely see that as an obligation that you have chosen or a commitment that you have made when you don't have to do it. Um, but if you don't do it, then I believe that there are spiritual consequences, if that makes sense. It's the same thing with, to me, as in a, the abortion topic, that I believe that if people are going to do it, that they have the free will to make that decision. But I think you will be answering for it one day. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, absolutely. Tunes, you are not a slave. I don't think that's the definition of slavery at all. I mean, you man up and take care of your family. That's, that's, that's a choice. It's, it's the right choice. The right uh, choice. But, it, uh, it, it, it is a choice. It is a choice. And I, I don't say slavery like in, in a negative context. It, it, it's the, the best form of slavery. But, but I was saying earlier in text that um, you're going to be a slave to something, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's the science, whether it's the Fauci, whether it's uh, your, 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 your box of wine and your 15 cats, or, or you choose to, to have a family and, and you know, it, no matter what, you're a slave to something. So you, so you may as well pick something wholesome. I don't, I don't say slave in a negative context on, on this, uh, you know, in, in, in that context, but I, I do believe no matter what, you will be a slave to something, you know, you, you pick a thing and, and that's what your, your thing is going to be. That's not to get caught up on semantics. I think the technical word would be like indentured servitude, which <laughs> like absolutely like that's that is literally what you're signing up for. Yeah. Don't tell my wife. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's ever it's been what was it, fifties, sixties when the government started actually making laws and programs that to detriment to the family to a man and a woman in the household raising a child um and by a lot of metrics you can go back and, and look at history and that's really when everything started going off the rails um and i, I mean the the most obvious is just the the black culture how uh everything has gone downhill by almost every metric since these these welfare programs were put into place where it's actually more productive for uh a, a, you know a woman gets more money by not being married and having children out of wedlock with multiple different partners than they would if it's you know four five seven kids and their two parents living at home yeah and they get penalized for having the father there they yeah. don't get as much help. Also, if you lowered, huh? If you talk about black families in America, they they suffered a lot from the CIA bringing crack cocaine into their neighborhoods and and you know, sort of ruining the fathers by you know, bringing in lots of cheap cheap drugs. So you know, and, um, that that, I think that was a targeted of the black community. And yeah, possible. 
just ask, ask the real Rick Ross, who spent a lot of time in prison and then came out and spoke lightly about it. But we've I, I interviewed him a number of years ago after he got out of prison. And he talked about how the CIA brought the crack and he was buying it directly from the federal government until they were done with him yeah. and then they locked him up. You know what the craziest part about the Rick Ross story is? I, I This is off memory, so I could be wrong. But I, there is a rapper named Rick Ross that is that was rapping and gaining popula popularity off the notoriety of Rick Ross from Iran Contra. Yeah. And I believe the Iran Contra Rick Ross sued the yes. rapper Rick Ross and lost. Yes. Which is completely oh. off topic, but just... Yeah. Just so wild, man. But he, yeah, because he didn't give him permission to use his name, and then he capitalized off that while he was in prison, which is totally nasty. But oh, whatever. That, that huh? I'm hustling that song. It gets me pumped up every time, man. So I won't listen to his music just because of that, because he's a thief. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the federal, um, so the federal government are all uh, Satanists because of the welfare program, and the welfare state is Satanism, and uh, let's get rid of it. It's, uh, that's um, well, that started what back in the twenties was the LBJ that was trying to that got us into World World War One, uh, talking about it wasn't the United Nations but a literal one world government. Uh, Woodrow Wilson with uh, Woodrow Wilson. Oh, I, I forget what it was called. I forget what the original one. Was called. LB LBJ uh, started the war on uh, poverty. It's, it's, I yeah. mean, it's it's hard to keep straight. They're all just such yeah. But it, you know, if you look at the numbers, the poverty level is the same. And I heard a sense that it's even from back then. And I've I've heard a statistic that said that we've spent more on the war on poverty than every other war combined. Oh, you can look this up, but I'm pretty sure if you look at the numbers in California that they have spent the money, the sheer money they have spent to fight homelessness in California alone is enough to buy every single man, woman, and child their own house. Sheesh. All those uh, fake wars are designed to be lost, aren't they? Like the war on drugs... And the war on cancer, which Nixon's died, and cancer is worse than ever now. So, you know, they're, they're just, uh, it's just a boondoggle to spend loads of government money. That's the thing. If you're getting paid $100,000 a year to fight homelessness, why would you ever fix it? I mean, and these people are making way more than 100000 a year. Like, why would you ever work yourself right. out of your own well-paying jobs with the best benefits you could ever imagine? Right. Anytime they have that a program, is the problem in a nutshell. If they have a program that says the war on anything, you can bet that the war is going to be lost. It's going to be long, and it's going to achieve the exact opposite of what they're telling the public. Like the exact opposite. That's that is what you get. That's just <laughs> what Paul will tell you. Like when Ron Paul was in, uh, he was congressman, right? Not their senator. He used to tell his staffers like read every bill and you know blah 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 and they're like oh this is gonna take a really long time he says no 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 just read just read what it's called mm -hmm. uh the patriot act it's not gonna be patriotic like it's it's the the affordable health care act and you always just read it and it's gonna be the opposite no matter what and unfortunately mm -hmm. and there's really no way 
to stop this from ha like so i just looked i just looked up online for california the state is providing roughly 12 billion on homelessness programs over two years the scope of the expanding program can be seen in the city budget when garcetti took office in 2013 the city was spending about 10 million treating homelessness the budget he signed last year included about 1 billion and, uh, you know what? They give... solve homelessness? No, it's just gotten worse. Black give me that money, and I'll do better taking care of the homeless than they will. Yeah, they don't care about that though. It's money. It's a money laundering. It's a it's a thievery scheme. That's what mm -hmm. it is. They steal the money from us. And exactly. also, um, I don't want to neglect Terry because he did come from from um, England. So I would like to get a little bit of take from his perspective, even though he follows a lot of what, you know, what we talk about with American politics, but I feel like they absolutely coincided, like the progressive movement. And that's another thing that, you know, ties into the, the globalism has been um, basically the goal for a very long time is that there was a war on the traditional family. And I would say in England at, as well, but I would like to hear Terry's take on that. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I would say it's very similar. I mean, we follow America in a lot of things. And I, I actually, I think you guys are better off in many ways because people think uh, that the UK doesn't have a written constitution. It, it actually does, but it's not in one document like, like you guys have got. And you've got, you know, a nice set of documents that you can look at and say, well, you shouldn't be doing this because this is contrary to this item of the constitution. And we've got documents that sort of protect our rights and, and your documents are actually based on ours, but people have forgotten about it. So, you know, we're kind of in a worse situation. They're passing laws similar to what's happening in America where they're trying to get rid of trial by jury, you know, so that you just, uh, some judge makes the decision. Uh, you can imagine what that's, what that's going to be like. Um, so it, it's, you know, it's in a bad way. I don't really follow it quite as much really i'm i'm a bit more plugged into what's going on to america these days because of you guys <laughs> well, um, unfortunately um like uh, we were really the trendsetters as far as government goes i mean yeah i i haven't looked at the numbers but before the gov uh, the federal government declared a war on drugs was marijuana illegal worldwide like like it is now i can't imagine uh -huh. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. What, I, what I've heard about that is it's a, yet another Rockefeller initiative because um, they were wanting to go after hemp yeah. because you could, you know, hemp would spray in clothes and you could build with it and you could um, ferment it and use it to, to power your cars. So um, quickly, they right? wanted to sort of, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it grows very quickly. Well, you know, they, they literally, marijuana is called weed because it's literally a weed. Mm -hmm. Like it yeah, pops yeah. up anywhere and will grow really under any condition. Granted, the weed that we have now is grown under the best possible conditions with hydroponics and everything to um, artificially induce in, insanely high levels of THC. But uh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I watched a documentary back in the, I don't know, late 90s, early aughts, maybe. And it was on 
I don't know, the History Channel or something. So who knows how accurate it was, but it was talking about drug laws in the United States and their origins. And it seemed like a lot of them were put into place in order to control uh, different parts of the populace, you know, that, that were, you know, Mexicans or Blacks or Chinese or whoever that were, uh, you know, used, that used a particular drug heavily, it was popular in that group. So in order to give the police a reason to be able to go in there and, you know, shake them up and, you know, keep them under control, they would pass these laws like marijuana laws or cocaine laws or whatever it was, opium laws that would uh, kind of, you know, knock their, knock the, knock them down a few pegs. And that just, and then yeah, the, they, you know, they, they marketed it as this is an evil thing and this is bad for you and all that stuff when, you know, they were handling it in their own way and they didn't need to pass laws about it. So not to be too far off topic, but did you guys see that Brittany Griner, who uh, was arrested in Russia for, I believe, having a THC cartridge? Yep. America, Biden, the federal government, is offering to trade uh, an arms dealer for yep. Brittany Griner. And at the same time, we have hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people in America currently in jail for marijuana possession. Yeah, but it's her and one yeah. other person, like some type of war hero, hero, alleged hero or whatever. It's not just her. It's like her plus someone else. That's yeah. part of the government. So he's just utilizing that as a group package. Right. The uh, other guy had been in jail for a couple of years already. And I, I'm, I mean, I don't believe anyone should be in jail for victimless crimes. Uh, but especially in Russia, I got to imagine prison in Russia is. But still, that was her choice knowing that the United States and Russia were at odds at this point mm -hmm. in time, and she made the decision oh, to put that in her suitcase and bring it over there. I mean, like, how yeah. stupid is that? I couldn't and, be wrong because I spend most of my day just listening to podcasts and everything gets mixed up, but I'm pretty sure that the guy we're trading for tried to sell someone a nuclear submarine. Someone called wow. Wow. but I Wow, really? That's that. I believe that's what I heard. That's crazy. I, I, I know. <laughs> the uh, I wouldn't mind a submarine. That sounds quite cool. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to buy one if I had the budget. I'm gonna look it up really quick. I know Brittany uh, had played over in Russia several times before, so her. I don't. I don't know what she's saying nowadays. Like recently, but I know at one point she was saying she didn't know it was in there and acting kind of dumb about it. But honestly, you know, she's, I, I do she's believe over there plenty of time, so she knew what she was doing. Like especially if you're if you smoke a lot of weed and like if you carry the same bag with you ever like I have a range bag for my ammo and my gun and everything, and. It's easy to forget, like, maybe I got a box of 22 in the bottom. Um, so it, it, it's easy. But I'm also an international traveler. The first thing I do is I take my backpack and I dump it upside down. Because I don't want to get arrested in the Philippines for having a CBD, a non-psychoactive CBD cartridge vape pen. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I take Kratom every day. 
I, I believe Kratom is legal in the Philippines. I still am not going to bring it there just in case. So it's just one, like, have some common sense, man. Right. It says that yeah. he was, that Whelan, a U.S. citizen and former Marine, was detained at a Moscow hotel in December of 2018 and arrested on espionage charges, which he consistently and vehemently denies. He was convicted and sentenced in June of 2020 to 16 years in prison in a trial U.S. officials denounced as unfair. Say, that's all you get, 16 years for espionage? Yeah, what happened to the firing squad? Like I know, I thought they assassinate you. Or maybe that's just here in the United States. Look at, look at Julian. We do not do firing squad anymore. <laughs> well, he probably didn't say anything bad about Putin, so he didn't get poisoned. Well, I'll tell you what, motherfucker. Uh, like, I'd much rather have Putin as my leader than Joe Biden. Or Donald Trump, for that matter, to be quite frank. Putin's <laughs> the only one that doesn't actively hate his people. Well, and here's the thing. Russia... They're going to tell you what you can and can't do, you know? Yeah. Um, and just as... Well, I wish I put all my money in the rubles a few months ago. I'd, I'd be, I'd be well, well off now. <laughs> Has value of the ruble gone up? You, you know oh, what? hugely, yeah. Because it's kind of, it's almost gold-backed. It's commodity-backed, at least, because it's the only real currency in the world now. The rubles, it's at like 40-year highs right now. And I keep seeing Western yeah. articles like trying to tell me how horrible the Russian economy is. And like, don't tell me the Russian economy is fucked because McDonald's doesn't sell you a McDouble anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they have, uh, what is it, the Dasvidanya McDouble now. <laughs> And even that, you saw. That right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, they all the McDonald's locations over in Russia, where McDonald's says we're not doing, we're not doing stuff over there anymore. They just flipped them to like some Russian company bought them, and now they're just producing the same stuff that they had before. And and the, our media started pumping out articles like uh, someone in Russia posted a picture of these moldy, you know, yep. feedback, and it's like. Like, I'm old enough to remember over the last 20 years seeing Facebook posts saying, look at this this cheeseburger I bought from McDonald's. It's just been sitting here for 10 years, and it looks exactly the same. Yep. Or the, the finger in the Wendy's chili. Remember that story? Right. No, gross. Unbelievable. I, I want to jump back to this Wheeling guy really quick, if you don't mind. Um, okay, so it says... Okay, Whelan told reporters that the espionage charge involved accusations that he was working for the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency when he obtained a flash drive from a friend containing the names of Russian border guards. Now, it says at the time of his arrest, he was the head of a global security for a U.S.-based car parts firm, um, blah, blah, blah. And then when I look up his Wikipedia, his citizenship is Canada, Ireland, U.K., and U.S., now, you can't tell me he's not part of the CIA. He's got to be a part of the CIA. Sounds <laughs> like Jason Bull. I believe Victor Boat, or Bow, Victor, B-O-U-T is last. I think that might might have been who I was thinking of. Okay. I could be. Like, Are they going to do some sort of, they're going to do some sort of spy swap 
now, aren't they? They're, they're going to swap some prisoner that uh, America's got yeah. uh, for the. Yep. So I imagine they're going to. It's going to be like the old spy films. They'll drive up in two cars at night, and they'll, they'll walk towards each other over the bridge. Right. Cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to point something out kind of ironic. So Toons was like how he was like denouncing libertarianism, kind of. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but you're literally wearing a t-shirt that says Ron Paul libertarianism. It's Ron Paul t-shirt, so I subscribe to the good doctor. I don't subscribe to the uh, uh, the D-Gen. We'll say that. Yeah. Oh, and you can't and see the bottom of his t-shirt. It actually says Ron Paul is crap. Right. No. <laughs> I, I also subscribe to the good doctor because one he says one of my favorite things that I feel like it it makes it easy to understand what's happening in this country that you have a country that is financially bankrupt and you have a country that is spiritually or I believe he says morally bankrupt. And he believes that by giving people more freedom that you will have, I think, better values. And that makes sense to me. And I think as you descend into authoritarian, excuse authoritarian. me, authoritarianism, that you see more and more of this type of, you know, the degenerate behavior, this really, really unhealthy stuff. And to circle back, to our kind of original topic, I believe that that the war on us and the goal of making that happen has been taking place for a long time. And if you look at these sort of satanic themes in music and rock and roll, I mean, um, I think PQ was talking, he talks about that a fair amount, I think, of the, um, you know, the satanic panic in the 80s. And I believe that he said they they were right the people that were worried about that were right and then if you start looking at pop culture it's been more and more and more normalized some really really dark stuff and i have a couple of examples that i want to throw out there and then i want to hear what y'all um have to say about it but one of them there's a website called the vigilant citizen i think some of y'all probably know but they cover like a lot of the occult looking symbolism that you see in Hollywood. So a lot of the one-eyed weird symbolism. I mean, and I think there is no way that that is by accident. It happens over and over and over and over and over and over. And I don't pretend to understand, you know, the Freemasons or the Illuminati or any of that stuff. I don't know. How would you know, unless you're involved in it? But, and I know a lot of people, Isaac Weishaupt has studied a lot of that and probably have a better take on it. But I think, so they call a lot of that out with visuals. And I think that's very fascinating to see. Then Jonathan Peugeot did a video breaking down two very satanic uh, pop culture things. One of them was the show WandaVision. She's literally the Red Witch. And there's just a, a ton of very weird stuff in that. And one of them was the fact that she was the heroine of the show, but yet she created her own reality and held people prisoner. Sorry, spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't seen WandaVision. I have not. <laughs> I the, was um, going to ask you if it was good and if I should watch it. If you're into Marvel stuff. But then the other thing that I wanted to point out was the, um, Terry had mentioned her, uh, Marina Abramovic. And she did this super weird 
creepy Microsoft commercial. And so you just, if you, maybe we can link it, maybe we can find it. But the point is, is that it's everywhere. You start looking, it's it has been totally, it did, but it's and been totally it down, normalized. This satanic and satanic imagery has been totally normalized in culture. And I believe that that is part of the, you know, the brainwashing campaign to, to get this degenerate culture um, where we're at now. Maybe tease for the next episode, maybe there, uh, there also is a war on masculinity and uh, manhood in general. Sorry, Terry. Yes. Definitely, yeah. No, no I, I, um, uh, I was also going to circle back and uh, uh, talk about, you could certainly make an argument that um, a lack of religion in modern society is a problem because I don't think things like the COVID craziness would have happened, you know, if people were looking for something to kind of believe in and something to promote and they, they jumped on the back of this COVID thing and they had this to save granny and it's just two weeks to flatten the curve and in Britain they're out there bashing pots and pans you know to celebrate the doctors and the nurses it was all pretty um, well, distasteful <laughs> so I think they, you know, people are looking for meaning and, and they are, they're kind of finding it through these, these crazy, you know, wars or COVID or whatever, whatever the government or the, the elites come up with as their latest crazy plan. Yeah, yeah they, find, they find meaning in, in worshipping of themselves, you know, they, their identity is I'm a queer, whatever, teacher that likes to whatever hang hang their their queer flag that's not an identity that's just you're, you're weird you know like sorry but that's not that's not that's just just weird people worship the science people worship the gender people worship the the whatever i mean and, and at its root is 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 satanism right because you're worshiping something weird about yourself of this world okay I don't know if the average person in the street, is, you know, is sat satanic. They, I just don't think they believe yeah. in very much now, you know, because religion has kind of lost credibility for them, you know. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of traditional religions myself, but I think of myself as a spiritual person. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's a lot of our problems today stem from what you guys are saying in that the government actively seeks to grow. I, I mentioned this last podcast. That's, I think it's a natural function of this large system to try to take over different aspects of our civilization. And a lot of it has to do with uh, gobbling up and replacing things like churches and families and relying on the community and yourself to try to work through life's hurdles. And when the government can produce, can give you a solution that you don't have to fight for or work for, then you're, you're missing out on a huge life lesson there. And it's, maybe it's, it's, that's kind of like draining your soul away. You aren't having to, you know, you don't have to talk to your family about stuff because the government gives you money for it, or you don't have to, go to church to learn about 
you know, what is, what is the right way to do things in life? You don't have those kind of, you know, moral principles that are taught to you from those sources. So the point I'm trying to get here is, uh, I, th I think this is just happening more and more and it's, it's causing the downfall and it's, in my opinion, it's not necessarily Satanism and I don't think libertarianism is something that can't work fine with good moral society. I, I, I will say that uh, individualism can be taken to an extreme and certainly to Toon's point, it's, you know, you can have people that are going to end up being uh, libertines, not libertarians, and that they, they don't understand that you, you have to have boundaries in life and you have to, you have to think about the other people in the world because they're living there too. And they have the same kind of rights and natural rights that you do. So you have to bounce off of those boundaries. But like you said, people are going to ignore that and they're just going to be evil, you know, mm -hmm. but, uh, the, the, the core, I think the core idea behind libertarianism is that you allow people to do their own thing, but you got to worry about your, you have to do right by yourself. And there's uh it's not, um, anyway, that about, that's, that's about it. I mean, let, it's, let, uh, let, me, let me ask you real quick. Um, yeah. Is, is this current culture created and is it created by a group of people? Who is the they? I don't have an answer to that. Uh, at this point, I, I think it's a uh, $6 million question. Yeah. Uh, who knows the answer to that really? God would know. I suppose. Oh, and I think that's that's because I like uh, the waiver back to the libertarianism things. Um, I think a lot of people interpret the NAP, the non-aggression principle, as being way too vague. Uh, when someone is encroaching on how you want to live life, that is absolutely a violation of aggression, uh, and. I know, I know Toons wanted to get into libertarianism and just how dumb it is in today's, I will say culture as well as society, government, you know, all of the above. Uh, it, and I got it. I don't think it really works at this point. Yeah, the, the podcaster Pete Quinones, who, who was a big sort of uh, a big wheel in the libertarianism, movement is it seems to have kind of abandoned libertarianism altogether because of that and he, he's not a great believer in the non-aggression principle now because he's basically saying you know these, these people on the left seem to want to kill me you know and i i have to do something about it i can't you can't be letting them yeah i can't be letting them you know teach this po poisonous stuff to my children or you know destroy my community you know, and, and just sort of sitting back and being non-aggressive about it is not good enough. What, what were you going to say, Tunes? That, that's more or less where I'm at with libertarianism in general. And, and not for nothing, I mean, when COVID lockdowns hit, where were you? 
I mean, if that's not an act of aggression, I don't know what it is to, to tell me I cannot yeah. go to work. Right. You know? Yeah. Essential. Like, what kind of wild ego do you have to tell another person that how they bring money home to their family is or isn't as, quote unquote essential? Eat all the dicks, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> they know they're the big dick swinging and they know they have us by the ball well you got me there you got me there buddy. <laughs> yeah i i think it, i don't think it's you know you guys are all right but i think it's we shouldn't trash libertarianism if it if it can't be applied uh you know rationally in today's society that's one thing but I think the concepts that create that kind of pol that political ideology, we, we should we should still keep them in mind, and we we should uh, try try to find a way to it. You know. Can I but, take that and let let me ask June and everyone else here? What do you think is the solution to the? I don't mean tyrannical seems to be an understatement at this point of what the they're trying to do to everyone's lives on the planet like what do you think the solution is just getting a little property in the corner and uh just doing what you can for your own family i i couldn't tell you what the solution is i am grinding stacking wood i know collecting rainwater getting I the see. birds and I tell my wife, if somebody comes knocking on the door, you shoot first and ask questions later. But I do not have a solution. But the, the, the idea that this is tyrannical is an understatement. They are actively trying to starve us out. Like Europe is, is going to have a cold, hungry winter. There, there's going to be death. There's going to, I mean, it, 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 it's, uh, I don't have the words to explain. Like this is, this is a nightmare. We're living in a nightmare. I mean, strap up and get some tickets for it. Um, there was something that Izzy Kant had said one time. He was like, I really love all these food poopers that uh, don't own any guns for the rest of us that can come and take it. <laughs> Although I can't say that that is what any of us would do because we are not thieves, but um, it was just kind of funny. <sighs> Justin saying my audio is a little echo, but uh, I don't know. Anyhow, um, I'll work it out for the next one. But the other thing I just wanted to shout out uh, is Kant's uh, website, if you want to give that to us, Justin, because he does have a shirt and a mask and some other stuff that says something like the war on us, is, the war on drugs is a war on us. So. Yeah, it's at libertygear.net. Uh, it has some random shirts, um, embarrassingly face masks, hoodies. If you if you want to support Ukraine, I do have some Azov Battalion hoodies up for you. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping in the next <laughs> several months I'm going to uh, have everything completely revamped. But um, like Tunes is my hero. He's up at 5 a.m. installing gutters on his house to collect rainwater uh, so that he can prepare his family. I can barely get my ass out of the door at 7.45 to make it to work at 8. Um, so keep everything, everything I say with a grain of salt. 
Toons, Toons is the real hero here. So we're we're like we're coming up on our hour. Is there any last thing that anybody would like to uh, just close off with today? Well, peace, no one, peace and love. Peace and love. If no one has anything, let me throw my white pill in real quick. Um, like um, Ashley was saying, uh, I'm also a Ron Paul devotee. Um, because here's the number one thing Ron Paul will tell you is that central planning has not, cannot, will not work. Um, so if you take that to the logical conclusion, you look at, at Klaus Schwab, you look at the World Economic Forum, the Bilderberg Group, what, whatever globalist, uh, just to bring it back, I do believe that what they wanted to start at World War One was literally called the New World Order, um, which is just crazy. But central planning cannot work. The, the economy, people's lives, uh, everything, it is way too complex for a group of elites to think that they can sit there on their fucking mountain in Switzerland and plan out for the rest of us, it cannot work. So what you need to do is get take care of your family, man. That's all there is to it. Family, community, God. Like, you got to have your priorities straight. And uh, the, the, the main reason I believe in God is so that these evil evil motherfuckers will be able to get what they deserve in the long run you're 100 percent correct about the central planning and uh another white pill to touch on that too is uh our enemies as a whole are actively pushing everything they can do to uh, uh breed themselves out of population you know it's shout your abortion it's trans your children it's uh take your vaccine um they will not win i mean everybody knows they won't win it's going to be ugly and the rest of our lifetimes might be hard but for our children and grandchildren it will be you know a new world order in the in the greatest sense of that because they're actively castrating themselves they're actively killing their babies they're they're pushing ideology that is anti-human so be a human be a strong human you know men be men and and you know take care of your own and there is a, a there is a happy ending to the story. Well, I hope Everybody so. Everybody likes a good happy ending. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and uh, let me finish that off with find if you're a man find a woman that is good and if you're a woman find a man that's good and is not going to fuck around with you. Make babies, teach them well. I mean. I, like I said, I've never read the Bible, but read the Bible. Uh, take the lessons that it imparts, because whether you believe it's literal or not, the lessons that it tells you are are timeless. They're they're it's nothing that, than something that's going to help you in the long run. Be fruitful and multiply. Uh, fuck these elites. We will win in the long run. And I would say get a physical copy of the Bible if you're going to read it. So that way, because that because they can always change it digital, just like they do other books. So, well, Darth Vader does read the Audible version. James Earl Jones, he does the Audible version. It's it's really really long though, so I haven't done it. Uh, like it's longer than Atlas Shrugged, believe it or not. Jeez, I know it's crazy. That took me four years to read. I'm saying.
Ashley, Keel, Keel, Terry. Um, yeah, I like the sentiment. I think that, um, you know, he wins. I think we know that. I think that, and I truly believe this, libertarian, not libertarian, whatever. I believe that we are in a spiritual battle right now. And the decisions that we make, um, the conversations that we have, that stuff matters. That is what they do not want. Um, they don't want people, just like we said here, they don't want people that are actively working on the family. They don't want people that do not buy what they're selling. And I am also, I think if you look at, you know, there are memes out there that are like, hey, if you survived the last, you know, almost three years now without taking a um, medical procedure with the amount of propaganda, with the societal pressure, with all of the NPCs just rent, 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 rent constantly without doing that, with standing your ground, that matters. You know, where we're at, we're not buying it. So, and I don't refer to them as elites. I call them the predator class and we're not buying it. We know what you people are up to. And I believe we're in a spiritual war. And I think that, um, you know, we need to do work. And I think that what we're doing here matters. And back to, you know, the, the conversation about the family, your family matters. Not listening to all of the lies about overpopulation this and, you know, medical tyranny that and all that stuff, all that is so important. So I just want to give agree. I want to give people hope that there are other people out there that are standing strong with you and it matters. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a good white pill is this that we're doing. I mean, this is new we're, we've created something and that means we're making progress, right? And I know that we're. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a Christian, but I want to say Amen, brothers and sisters. You know, I, I, what we're doing is good, and it's symbolic of the resistance that, particularly in America, you know, a lot of people are showing. The people aren't really going for the, the vaccines for the children at all. They're not going for their extra boosters, you know. And um, the thing about the the predator class, I agree with Ashley. You shouldn't really call them elites because they're they're no better than than we are. Is that um, you know that their plan's gone a bit awry really because they've ended up attacking the 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 people that are following them very closely. They're just going to end up with a load of troublemakers like us left behind if they're not careful. And uh, you know I don't think their evil plans will succeed in the end. So but we, there'll be tough times ahead. I think we'll come through it in the end. And on that note, if you look at the polls, the trust and the media and the, the elites and the politicians, they're all at all-time record lows. So uh, yeah. we're doing the right thing. We are. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing okay. it. <laughs> anybody else have anything else to say? I, I do want to close out with one thing, but does anybody else have anything else to say? I just wonder if we're, we're literally in the time of the Antichrist, but we can go into that topic next time. Okay. Um, I just want to say one thing. is like for those that do believe in like a higher being, God, a creator, someone that created us, it's like my thing is if this, if this if god was able to create us create the earth create the universe create all this stuff 
why can't and he's a, the god of restoration that's why i think climate change is more about control and bullcrap because if you really do believe that there is a creator why can't that creator then turn around and restore whatever damages our dumb cells are doing to the earth he's able to do that and stuff has a tendency to regenerate if that wasn't the case then when we cut ourselves our body wouldn't regenerate and heal itself so if our bodies can do that the earth can do it too that's all it's you just guys, the, the the arrogance that that they push with the climate change that that humans can can kill the earth is, is unbelievable it's, it's just yeah i, I, they, I really they, liked they, it when you said that yeah yes yeah <laughs> well thank you guys this has been another episode of union of the unknowns and um just a bunch of crazy kids that came together through discord and stay tuned for our next episode in a couple weeks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. See you guys later. Good to see Thank you guys. You. Love you all. Love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Union of the Unknowns. You can find a new episode every month on all your favorite podcasting networks.